This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Chris Hardwick. I host Talking Dead and Talking Preacher and Talking and Talking Talking and Talking Things. And you're listening to Walkers and Talkers, the only talking show I don't host. With David Brody and Jamie. Well, hello. Remember us? Welcome to... Welcome to Walkers and Talkers episode 178. 178. It's been a, oh, about half a quarantine since our last episode. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. <laughs> but we're back. Uh, I'm David Brody from Elvis Strand, the morning show. That's Jamie from Light FM in New York. We are back together separately. Yes. <laughs> we are. Uh, I'm in my basement. And Jamie, what room of the house are you in? Um, I'm in my room because it's the only uh, room where if my dog starts going crazy, you probably won't hear her. All right. Very good. It's the return of snappy banter. We'll hope we'll have snappy some banter. Happy banter for you. Uh, I wanted to read some tweets real quick. At Derek Bartlett says, I don't anyone else not seeing the new episode on iTunes. Well, at that point, we hadn't recorded an episode. So you weren't going to find it. We didn't post it. Uh, Erica Parry, she said, just panicked while listening to the most recent episode of Walkers and Talkers when Jamie's smoke alarm went off. Actually jumped out of my chair to see if I had a fire. Oh, I forgot that happened. She jumped out of her chair. She thought there was a fire in her house. That was bad. Always good to hear. I'm so sorry. Hashtag snappy banter. (laughs) And P for Paisley. She wrote, at Talking Jamie, I totally miss your voice and laugh. The world needs oh, more snappy banter with David you. Brody and Walkers underscore talkers right now. It's not the same without you guys. So uh, we're oh. back. We're yes. back. The Walking Dead is not back, but we are back. We're back. The uh, The pandemic has still not allowed TV production companies to return to work because of rules in California. They haven't entered that phase completely yet. And so from what people are saying, the episode is closer, but still not ready so we'll, we'll get into more of that. Yeah. We have a lot of we have a lot of news. We'll run it by you. We'll try to do some news since our last episode without boring you in case you say, "Oh, I I heard that 3 weeks ago." So <laughs> All right, let's let's kick it off with a new comic book 
from Robert Kirkman. It's uh, Negan Lives. It's a special Walking Dead issue. It's only available in comic book shops. Robert Kirkman and artist Charlie Adlard wanted to do something for the comic book shops because they are suffering due to the pandemic and they, they felt the comic book shops always supported the Walking Dead comics. So as of July 1st, Negan Lives, number one, they're calling it a special one-shot issue. Ooh. Won't be available digitally. 100% of the revenue generated from the book will go to the store selling it. So there's no, they're not charging them for shipping the book. Nothing. No cost. Oh, that's so nice. Whatever the book cover is, is what the comic book stores will get. I like so, that. thought that was pretty cool. And it's a glimpse into what has happened to Negan in the time since his last appearance in The Walking Dead 174. So there you go. Speaking of the finale, you have some Norman Reedus commentary on the finale? Oh, my boy, uh, Normie. He said it's going to be an epic battle, like full-on Game of Thrones super battle. He said it was so much fun to shoot, and they really pushed the crew and the actors to their max. He said they had to dig deep because these episodes were exhausting. They filmed into the middle of the night, but he said the battle scenes are going to be legendary. So if he says that, I believe him. I think it's going to be freaking awesome. (laughs) Good, good. Well, uh, director Greg Nicotero, also the uh, special effects and makeup, master. He says the episode, the finale will be jaw-dropping. I saw that. Oh my God. It makes me so nervous. And now we have to wait. (laughs) He said lots of stuff with Daryl, lots of stuff with Negan, lots of stuff with Beta, lots of stuff with Carol. He said, I think it's already been revealed Maggie's return is in the finale and it teases up so well for season 11. And it's a little agonizing for me not to be able to talk about it because the last two minutes of the finale people's jaws are gonna drop the last two minutes this yeah. is torture now <laughs> now jaw dropping what would make our jaws drop now if people die you'll yeah you know obviously you'll be shocked i, I imagine people are going to die right we, we know that but jaw dropping is someone is someone going to be a traitor I know, I'm thinking like jaw-dropping would be like if someone just flat-out joined Beta or Beta joined us or something Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, does Maggie show up, but then she saves Beta because she She knew them? She doesn't know, or maybe she did? Right, like that would be jaw-dropping. Absolutely. Or do Eugene, Ezekiel, Yumiko, and um, the princess show up with an army of people? Oh. Like like 30,000 people. Where you're like, oh my God, where did all those people come from? That would be be jaw-dropping. If they brought the whole commonwealth with them, with weapons and soldiers and armor, like, that would be jaw-dropping. If Rick, if Rick is back... Uh, uh, That would be more than jaw-dropping. I don't even know what you would call that. (laughs) What if the movies are what take place in the seven years in the time skip so they can still do the movies to show you where he's been, and then this Michonne... No, because it was Michonne. Michonne went looking for him, but, but he came back. Okay. So she'd be on a oh goose chase. So I don't like yeah. that idea. I don't <laughs> like that idea. Scratch that. Scratch so that. I don't think it's Rick. I don't think it's Rick. <laughs> I don't think it's Rick. But maybe the person in the Iron Mask is jaw-dropping. That, yeah. Now, I saw an interesting theory about the person in the Iron Mask. Someone on Twitter suggested that it could be a girl from England. Now, what? there was uh, one issue comic book called The Alien, and it was... The only comic book of The Walking Dead that wasn't written by Robert Kirk. Okay. But he authorized it. He said he liked it. It was so good. He let him have it. And it's the story of Rick Rick Grimes' brother who's living in Europe. And he and this woman who wears a, a metal face mask because she works in a museum. So she steals the armor from the museum. She hops on a plane to come to America to tell Rick about his brother. But his brother dies before he can tell her. <gasps> 
his brother's name or where he is. Oh my God. So maybe this woman knows Rick's brother, but then why would she be there? Unless Rick's, bro- Rick's brother wouldn't know he was in Alexandria. So that's a dumb theory. But that's just another theory that's, that's floating, floating around. around. Right. So that's what I'm doing. That's crazy, though. <laughs> so anyway, he goes on to say the ending is a giant cliffhanger. Oh, oh no. After they made his wait for the finale. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He said, <laughs> yeah. So he said it's going to be epic. Uh, Angela Kang said it. She told Entertainment Weekly it's going to be it's going to be a cliffhanger. I think we may have already mentioned yeah. that. So I'm just reminding everyone. It's going to be a cliffhanger. So again, is the jaw-dropping part the cliffhanger? Like you see someone or a community and you're like, holy crap, what's that? And then, and then cliffhanger. Fade to black. <laughs> the, only, the only good part about the cliffhanger is the episode was supposed to air in April and now it's going to air in July. So three months later. That's true. So the cliffhanger, it, well, we don't know when the season's going to come back. Normally it comes back in October, but they're, but not, they're not filming. filming right now. So this is worrisome. Who knows when the heck right. when the heck this is going to come out? So although the cliffhanger is later in the year, the next episode may also be later in the year by a Probably. lot. So the whole thing's messed up. <laughs> it's funny the show about a virus is postponed because of by a virus. A virus. <laughs> so who knows? So wh- wh- if you had to guess right now, what's the jaw dropping moment? And or is it the same as the cliffhanger or is there a jaw dropping moment and a cliffhanger? I don't know. The thing about Maggie could be jaw dropping. Like if she somehow helped Beta or something and didn't know how bad they were, my jaw would be hanging open. What if she comes back and then dies? No, no. The fans would no. the fans would freak <laughs> out. No. Like what if she's like, I'm here to save you. And then they and then, like, cut her beta, neck open. Like, Eater or something. Right. No, no, they can't. That can't happen. That would that would be more than jaw dropping. That'd be tragic. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We've got a lot more stuff for you. It's good to be back. It's good to talk to you again, yes, Jamie. Ditto. Uh, we've been texting a lot and talking very little, and so um, we're here. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. So, 
you have more information on the finale. Is there anything going on with the with the air date? Do you know anything? So Robert Kirkman is saying the old Walking Dead show will definitely be coming back. His quote, I know dates, but I don't think they're public yet. So he said we... Oh, so he's going to play yeah, that game? So he knows? He knows! And he, but he's, I think that's a lie. He's playing I games. I think that's a lie. I think that's a lie. You know what? I don't want to get political, but this... <laughs> There's someone in politics who does that a lot. Yeah. They'll say, oh, I I, I know where Kim Jong-un is, I, I, but I can't say. <laughs> or I, I know what's in, in I, I know what's going on, but I'm, I'm not allowed to say. I think people say that so they sound cool. Yeah. But it's, and then when and when the date comes out, he can go, yep, I knew it was I knew uh, it was, was that. But yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think he really knows, but rumor has it sometime in July. But that's only if in a perfect world production opens and they can really truly finish it because July is in like a week. So Yeah, well it could be July thirty first. I mean, be, whatever the Sunday but is. Well, I don't rumor know. has yeah. July. So we'll see uh, what Kirkman says when it comes out. For real. All for right. real. Alright. <laughs> so because there's no show, a lot of the people associated with The Walking Dead are doing interviews and they're coming up with stories and they're letting things out maybe they didn't talk about at the time. So uh, director Greg Nicotero was talking about Glenn and Abraham's deaths. Spoiler Oh, yes, I was reading this. <laughs> and he said they faced a lot of criticism. He said it was rough emotionally for me to film that episode. I remember reading the comic book and seeing Glenn killed. Spoiler. And I was really disturbed by how senseless it felt in the comic book. Yeah. Some guy just says, eeny, meeny, miny, mo," and he's gone. <laughs> it really bothered me. I went in and directed the best episode that I could, knowing I was breaking people's hearts and really sort of walking right on that line. Mm-hmm. Part of what the show really is about, it really is about that senseless one minute they're there, the next second they're gone. So he knew people were going to be upset, but he knew he had to film the episode, but he's not surprised about the backlash and the fact that they took a big ratings hit. Oh, it did, yeah. The other thing that you and I complained about it a lot of people complained about it. He said he he's upset sometimes about Stormtrooper aim, which main characters have at times. Now, if you don't know what that means, the way I, I explained to you what red shirting in Star Trek yeah. is, Stormtrooper aim is in Star Wars when the good guys are shooting 10 Stormtroopers and the Stormtroopers are shooting, but they don't hit anybody. Oh, they miss. Right? They're a pew, 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 pew. But they right? Rick did that a lot. So <laughs> they were talking about right, they were talking about the episode where Rick shows up in front of the sanctuary with all the cars with armor in front of him, and they're all shooting and nobody got shot. Yeah. So Greg Nicotero said, Can Negan get shot in the leg? <laughs> Can he get shot in the arm? Something. Right. He said, You have a hundred people there and nobody actually shot anyone. <laughs> True. Even he said, even Jeffrey Dean Morgan said, Come on, man, give me a bullet hole in the shoulder in the leg or <laughs> give something. Give me something. <laughs> Even Andrew Lincoln said, can I just shoot him? And Nicotero said, yeah, I I wish you should. He should get shot. He said when he was shooting the episode, he said, I know I'm going to hear about it. We have 100 people outside the sanctuary and not one of them actually hit anybody. That's true. He said, and they did. They got crap for it. Oh, that that scene was sad. I was like, oh, come on. How do you not shoot Dwight in the arm? Like, you got to shoot somebody. Somebody has to get at least nicked with a bullet. They were, they were spraying machine gun automatic <laughs> weapon bullets, they were, right? Yep. They, they were firing, and how do you not hit somebody with something? Somebody would get hit. So he said he knew that. But here's the thing. If you know it's a stupid scene, and you know that you're going to get crap for it, then do a better job of writing. Yeah, that... I'm not blaming Nick Nicotero, but Nicotero pointed it out. Like, how is no... That's why you have red shirts. Yeah. 
That's why you need someone falling out of the window. Yeah, and you're like, who is, you don't really know who they are, but you know what side they're on, and they're like, oh, at least there goes somebody. So basically, Nicotero is calling bullshit on his own show. <laughs> on his own episode. <laughs> He's calling 100% bullshit on Stormtrooper 8. Ugh. Uh, what else you got for us, Jamie? Well, actually, kind of a fun fact. I was reading this article that came out this week, and they added up through all the seasons total how many people Rick Grimes killed solo. Do you care to take a guess? By gun or like any way, shape, any or way, form, shape, or form. It's how many from start to finish while he was on the show. How many did Rick kill solo? Not including, not including walkers, obviously. Not including walkers. This is real alive humans. Okay, so. Let's see. He killed the two guys in the bar. Yeah, good. Very good. Very good. That's how it started. He killed the guy in the bathroom. Yep. From the claimers. That's Yep, the claim guy. He he bit the guy in the neck. That's four. He stabbed the guy who was on top of Glenn. That's five. Oh, he killed killed, um, Gareth. Yes, there were some terminites in there. There's about five, six terminites in there. He killed a bunch of... Yeah, he killed the term, Terminites. Yep. I think you mean termites. Termites or Terminites. <laughs> I always I always mess something up. Termites. But it, Terminus. But it's, it, terminisms. It's, it's good. It adds to the snappy banter. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. It's a... Oh. Do you want to give me the number? No. So I was okay. up to like six or seven, and you said he killed some other termites. Yep. So let's say, let's say ten. He didn't kill the governor. I don't think he killed anybody from Woodbury. Oh, he killed the guy in the prison. Yep. The Hispanic guy. So that's like 11 or 12. And then... Um, he killed Morales and Gracie's dad. And He He didn't kill Morales. Oh, he... Daryl killed... Daryl Morales. Daryl Morales? Yeah. Oh. And, and Rick said, I know... Don't, you know who that is? He goes, yeah, I don't care. Oh, that's right. He did. Well... He killed, Gra- he killed Gracie's, Gracie's dad. dad. That's like 13. The number is going to shock you, I think, a little bit. Oh, I'm not even close. He must have killed some whisperers I'm not thinking of. Yeah. Do you want me to give you... Now, some of them are red shirts, so... Uh, Give me the number. Okay. From start to finish, Rick Grimes solo killed 59 people. Oh, I wasn't even close. Me too. When I was going through the list, if you want, I could send you the list to tweet out. Uh, I was like, whoa, it breaks it down by season and who... Did He killed the kid hiding behind the tree, right? Yes, I believe he did. Killed that guy. Yep. But 59, I was like, whoo, okay. I was a little surprised list, by it, that number. Does it, list, does it list them all? It does. I can send it to you. Um, it, well, give me give me this. Give me give me one person on the list that I should have remembered. Oh, uh, I have to go back to the article. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. I, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. But, all right, um, so, you know you know what? While you're looking for that, for that article, let's take another break. When we come back, you have some Carrie Payton news, and I've got... Um, I've got a great article about Greg Nicotero the couple of times he disagreed with the direction of the show. Okay. Okay? Okay. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Sarah Wayne Callies. I played Lori on The Walking Dead. And you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Be safe, everybody. And stay in the house like Carl should have. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. All right, do you have the article? Yep, so one that I was like, oh yeah. So in season five, he was... uh, Part of the Memorial Hospital where Beth got captured, this guy Bob Lamson. Oh, Bob the cop. Bob, the, Bob shut up, Bob. Bob. The, oh, yeah, said, shut, yeah. Up, Bob. shut up, Bob. And then he killed in season five also Pete Anderson, who was Jesse's abusive partner, the husband. Oh, right, right. And well, yeah, I forgot when when she when uh, when um, Deanna said do it. Yep, and then he killed five wolves. Um, and then he killed some scavengers. So. It, but as far as like main characters, as, I didn't miss. No, too many. you you were pretty good, pretty on with that. But those were some. I was like, oh yeah, he killed that guy. Like it was one of those that I was like, oh yeah. Okay, he killed two of the claimers. I got yeah, three the of claims. the claimers. Claimed. <laughs> Claimed claimers, claimers. Okay, so uh, what do you got for me about Kari Payton? So Kari Payton, this is kind of interesting, and we've heard before, like on Talking Dead, like some actors have auditioned for different parts. Well, Kari actually auditioned to play somebody in Woodbury which was years ago and he actually said he got, which was in the third season he actually said I quote I can't even remember who the person actually was he goes you probably wouldn't know because they didn't even make the auditions you know that I don't think that character really made it he goes but obviously I didn't get it but he applied to an auditioned that many years ago oh, wow. back in season three so he was gonna be a nobody yeah and now he's a red shirt yeah now he's the king uh, speaking of the king I read an article that after he was on The Walking Dead, because he had Shiva, who's now dead, spoiler, she was dead. That was sad. A bunch of people told him he had to go see tigers in real life, and he went to Carol Baskin's no! No, tiger preserve. No, he did? <laughs> yeah, he said he didn't meet her. He did go, but he didn't get to touch any tigers because that was her big thing. That's crazy, that though. She thought it was cruel. That's crazy. That she, she did, she, he did go to the... Uh, the tiger preserve that she owned. So there you go. That's kind of crazy. Okay, so let's let's wrap this up with something I teased a little while ago. So Greg Nicotero talked about a few times he disagreed with the show's writers. He said in season two, he didn't like the fact that Rick killed Shane. In the comics, Carl killed Shane, and he thought that was better. Yeah. Spoiler, Shane's dead. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> then in season eight, in the finale, 
when Rick cuts Negan's throat. Nicotero thought Maggie should shoot him. Hmm. He said Maggie should either kill him or just shoot him or do something because she's standing right there. Yeah. So he was upset about that, that Maggie didn't do anything. He said, but obviously Negan has more of a journey and there was a lot more going on than that. But in simpler terms, he thought she should have at least taken a shot at him. Agre- yeah. I mean, sh- do you think she should have? I think so. I love Maggie. She's a badass. She doesn't care. Yeah. No, but she, I mean, she screamed like, she screamed, no! I don't know. I guess she didn't want to go against Rick. Because you don't go against Rick. Yeah. But if she shot him in the leg, but his his throat was already cut. Yeah. I think there was enough damage to him. You know, it's interesting that the directors sometimes don't agree with the writers. It's bound to happen. Oh, yeah. Listen, you and I both work on morning shows. There are times when we would have taken a different angle on a conversation. Oh, for sure. You know, like, oh, I wish I wish Elvis had gone this way or, or you know, you wish that Cubby or uh, Christine would, would have, like, oh, I, I, why didn't they do this with that? Yeah. But you know what? That, that's their role. They, they pick it and, and we direct or produce or whatever. Yep. So, you know, but uh, it was, it's interesting to hear that someone as powerful on the show as, as Greg is didn't get his way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you would think you'd get his way, but not everybody gets their way all the time. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Okay, so this is uh, summertime coming up. Now we're in that mode. Yep. We don't have any. We don't have any new shows. So it's going to be a couple of weeks before we do another episode. But bear with us. We're looking forward to when all three shows are back up and running. I so we can do a show every week again. I just wanted to mention one thing. So you know, because of the whole quarantine and pandemic, San Diego Comic Con is taking. Oh yes. Is taking place this year between July twenty second and the twenty sixth, and it's going to be virtual and it's going to be free, and you can watch all the panels. But on the Walking Dead panel, it's going to be moderated by Chris Hardwick, and it'll be Scott M. Gimple, Angela Kang, Greg Nicotero, Norman Reedus, Melissa McBride, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Lauren Cohan, Josh McDermott. Ross Marquand and Paola Lazaro. So you'll be able to all you'll be able to see all of them live at the panel from your home. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. So hopefully we'll we'll do another episode before then. Yes. And if not, we will review Comic Con afterwards. Yes, we will. (laughs) But we don't have to fly to San Diego and we don't have to pay. (laughs) We don't have to do anything. We're just stand in line. (laughs) That's it. So wonderful. All right. Well, In that case, it is definitely, definitely time. What time is it? Time time to to shut shut this this shit down. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. 
find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council.